0: Untold Physio Stories listeners can save 10% by going to edgemobsys.com that's dot com slash untold to save 10% off their first purchase. Edge Health and Tech Solutions, we do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Doctor E, with Modern Manual Therapy Edge Mobility System, and of course, Untold Physio Stories podcast. My co-host is Doctor Andrew
1: Rothschild with uh, Modern Patient Education Modern Rehab Mastery.
0: All right. So, um, around December of nineteen, December nineteenth, my daughter, who's a competitive gymnast, just ha- woke up one day with really painful third um third digit swelling and discoloration in, on her left foot, so her toe and only her toe um right around the i p joint was really swollen, extremely painful um you know I asked her if she fell or anything she did not um and it would be a strange it would be a strange toe to um injure anyway um without like direct trauma because it's not one of the tripod, you know, weight bearing toes. Right. So, you know, we didn't really, um, I, I did a lot of active and passive testing on her. Basically everything hurt. It didn't really, fe- it looked just like a standard inflammation. We were concerned. So we took her to emergent care. My wife went and my wife's a PT, but she's not quite as outspoken as me. Um, and the emergent care doctor just said, Oh, it's a sprain. And, um, said, you know, rest. And we, we didn't, I didn't, I wasn't really happy with that at all. So, uh, the following day she woke up and her entire foot was swollen. Um, actually not the entire foot, but the dorsum of the foot uh, around the lateral border was swollen and she had some paresthesia as well. So we contacted her primary. Uh, she did a virtual visit. We showed her her foot. She said, you know, that looks like it's infected. She went on a course of antibiotics. Within two days of the antibiotics, most of her pain went away. Her foot swelling almost immediately went away. Toe swelling and pain probably took maybe seven to ten days to recover. And uh, Andrew and I had talked about this earlier, and I was going to basically publish this podcast saying it's not a toe sprain. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. So when we record things, it, it usually takes a couple weeks, and for me to from recording to actually publishing, because I got a few in the queue. Uh, but within that time, within two or three weeks, on her right foot, she had severe discoloration swelling of her fifth digit um and again, nothing happened so that's when all of a sudden we really became concerned and i I don't think you heard any of this, right
1: I don't think so no, this is new
0: right and the, the, so we were we were concerned we we talked to the doctor she said okay we're not we're not gonna just blanketly prescribe antibiotics at this point. we're thinking something else maybe JRA, you know, and, and I'm starting to think, oh, my daughter has these knee aches, which I think is actually a tendinopathy combined with Oshkud Slaughter's. Um, and you know, she's had elbow issues and stuff, but I mean, these are all things that seemed MSK to me, but all of a sudden they're adding up to, oh my gosh, does she have JRA or something systemic? Right. Um, so that, that's why I didn't publish it. and And my wife and I were really, um, you know, saying our prayers and just kind of really nervous about this whole thing. Um, I waited for her blood work to come back, and thankfully, the rheumatoid factor was negative. Uh, her ANA factor, or um, however that's measured, was um, not really significant, but somewhat within a range of being more than nothing. The um, Our primary basically said, look, if it was my daughter, I would just to see this... Rheumatoid specialist at Children's Hospital of Buffalo. Just in case, even though I talked to all the other doctors here and they agreed that it's probably nothing. In the meantime, she went on another course of antibiotics just to make sure, because uh, they they said one of the differential diagnoses might be some sort of, you know, bacterial colonization in her skin. Even though she had no other signs or symptoms, she she never had a fever. She never had um, anything else. I mean, she tested negative for COVID. Um, because we thought um, my wife had thought initially COVID toes, um, hmm. uh, so time went by, and if the antibiotics actually took quite a bit longer to have an effect. Maybe seven to ten days until the pain finally went away. She still has some mild swelling. Discoloration is completely gone, and for the past four to four to five weeks, she's been completely back to gymnastics. No issues whatsoever, other than you know the knee tendinopathy and some discomfort from ostrich slaughters and some heel pain she has, but she wears an X brace for that, um, to protect her growth plate. So very common in gymnasts. So we finally had the rheumatologist appointment today and, you know, she went over the blood work. She said, yeah, it's not really significant. Um, I gave her the whole history. And, um, I mentioned something about COVID toes and she said, well, I can't tell you how many toes I've seen, uh, this year. And I said, well, I said, when did it start? She's like, last June. And she said, the funny thing is they are all perfectly healthy kids. And uh, every single one of them tests negative for COVID, like my daughter. No one else in the family uh, contracts anything. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's itching. Sometimes it's discoloration. Sometimes it's more than one digit. And she said, I've only seen two hands, but she's seen at least 15 cases. Her partner's seen 15 cases. And her um, dermatological um, coworker, she says, has probably seen at least that many, if not more, because everything is negative. And she said, there's even an ICD-10 for it. And she said, that's what I'm diagnosing it as, is COVID toes. Wow. Then I showed her pictures that we had taken of my daughter's toes. She's like, yeah, that's pretty consistent with it. And you know, her and I talked about it for a little bit. The strange thing is, again, they're all negative. It only popped up in the pandemic she said we started calling them quarantine toes until the ICD den, ICD ICD10 popped up and and it is covid toes as opposed to quarantine toes but everything is negative there's there's no test that's positive for it and the only time she says you know they they seem to respond to medications or topical anti-inflammatories but from what she's seen it's mostly time sometimes it goes months without um Without improvement, but then it just spontaneously starts to get better.
1: There's this natural natural progression. Maybe the medicine is just coincidental.
0: Right. Yeah. It seems like natural progression. That was her. Um, that was her. That was what she surmised. So, yeah. You know, I said, "Wow." You know, someday I'll probably read about these this case series from you. And she said, "Yeah." You know, they they tried keeping track of it in a database, and I gave her the pictures that we had taken of my daughter's feet for her EMR, but plus her. Eventual research because yeah, it's, it's a strange phenomenon. There's no detectable infection.
1: Yeah. I haven't heard anything about that. I haven't seen that. I haven't had anybody in the clinic talk. Oh, you never
0: that. even heard of COVID toes? No, no. Oh man. Google it. Cause my sure. wife had heard something about it around like last September and that's why she ended up Googling it. So that was her diagnosis and she ended up being right. Wow. Yeah.
1: No, I hadn't heard that at all yet.
0: So yeah, I'm hoping, you know, if you guys are out there, it's not necessarily limited to adolescence. Um, it's just I happen to see a rheumatoid specialist at children's hospital. So it's it has does happen in, in um in many age groups. She hasn't seen it in younger than five years of age. But if you have an insidious onset, patient with insidious onset of swelling and pain in a digit that was not injured, you might want to refer them out. Or um, you know, they should test. They should be tested for rheumatoid factor and inflammatory conditions. But when all that is negative, it's probably COVID toes.
1: Has any of your daughter's friends in like gymnastics? Did anybody else have similar type of symptoms at all at any point?
0: No, no one else in the gym. No one else in the family had any kind of similar symptoms. Interesting. Yeah, and and this, my daughter who actually came down with it, is the one who when my entire family is sick, she's well. Hmm. Um. Like she is, she just has a great immune system. She eats so much fruit and fiber. She takes probiotics. Um, She is diligent about being clean. uh, You know, she washes her hands all the time. Um, I've had like five kids sick and she's well. (laughs) So it's, you know, it's strange that someone so healthy got this. And the doctor kind of reiterated that too. She said, these kids have no other history. Yeah. Pertinent history who I'm seeing it in.
1: Oh, that's wild.
0: Yeah. So it was quite a relief though. Oh, for sure. You know, that it was, that it was that and not a systemic inflammatory condition or a bacterial colonization, which is what our primary thought it was.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, all right, that's the update. I was, uh, I was really thankful that it was nothing more serious. I'm driving home with my daughter. I was like, were you nervous about today's visit? Even though, you know, you've been fine for a while. She's like, I was just more nervous about getting more blood work or my name, my nose swabbed again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, kids, kids are so tough.
0: I know, right. Well, I actually got to take her to gymnastics now, So, but where can people find you, Andrew?
1: People can find me on uh, mostly Instagram and Twitter uh, at spear underscore physio and also, of course, Modern Rehab Mastery and uh, Modern Patient Education.
0: All right, have a good one. Thanks, you too. Well, you can find me, uh, Dr. E at Modern Rehab Mastery. That's our new online mentoring program it includes modern manual therapy modern patient education and modern strength training it's three months with three mentors so one month with each mentor four weeks tons of modules lots of ceus learn at your own pace for a month then move on Um, so go beyond the seminar you also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live q a's every week check out all my products edge mobility system we have the new edge istm toolbox that includes the edge mobility star and the og edge mobility tool our edge restriction system bfr cuffs that's part of dr kyle coffee's mono strike training bfr certificate Uh, i hope to see you at a live eclectic approach course soon that's modern manual therapy Um, in U.S., Canada, and South America. And uh, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars on Apple Podcasts. You could also subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And as always, you guys have an awesome day.